Good morning, Lighthouse! From the north to the south, nako magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. A blessed 2022. Thank you, Pastor Nikki, for that heartfelt prayer. And he is right. Today is all about Thanksgiving too. So before we even dig in to the Word, if you are sitting down with your wife and children, would you just hug them? And just give thanks to the Lord today. For today, the Lord has made for you another year, another fresh day for us to give Him glory. And I hope all of you are well, your friends and your family members. Wow. 2022. Napakabilis ang panahon, no? Pagising natin, January na. And praise be to God that we are celebrating Today, the very first Sunday, before we even finish a whole week, the first week of January. Aren't you just glad? So, even at your own home, can you just give him a shout of praise? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Blessed New Year to all of you again. I have a question for you this morning before I preach. And that question is this. What are you looking forward to? for yourself and your family this 2022. Ano ba yung mga bagay na gusto mong makita or gusto mong mangyari sa iyong buhay o sa buhay ng iyong pamilya itong bagong taon? Is it a new season of rebuilding, renewing, and restoration because we just came from two years of pandemic and lockdown and praise be to God as uh, the vaccines continue to roll out po, no? That all of us are slowly but surely can go back now to our normal lives. Sooner, yung mga schools and the offices now will also open. So, those who are used to of working at home, magready na po tayo at babalik na po tayo sa opisina at ang ating mga estudyante. Soon, at the right timing of God, we will go back to school. But going back to that question, what are you looking forward to? Is it a season of rebuilding because something was lost uh, during the time of pandemic? Is it a season of restoration? Is it about your health? Is it about restoring now the, the finances that was gone of the effects of the pandemic, whatever happened to you or to your family members? Just to give you an example for me, and my wife, we are excited for a uh, renewed life because this coming February, we will become new fathers and mothers. Yes po, we are expecting a baby girl and manganganak na po ang aking nieces by February. And we are so excited for that. How about you? Are you also going to be a parent? Or maybe you are singles. This is now the year that you are looking forward that you will now be engaged or as new husband and wife, you are looking forward this year for another fresh adventure as one flesh now with your spouse. Well, whatever it is, Lighthouse family, that you are looking forward to this year, one thing that I know, that God is calling us to always fear the Lord our God, 
to continue to walk in His ways, to love and serve Him, and to keep His commandments. Truly, the Lord's calling all the way from His people, Israelites, to us, in our hearts, Jesus Christ, that same calling is still the same. And that's what we're going to talk about this very morning. So if you are excited, would you open your Bibles with me in Numbers chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Again, I say Numbers chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. Let us read. While Israel lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. These invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. So Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, Take all the chiefs of the people and hang them in the sun before the Lord, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you, kill those of his men who have yoked themselves to Baal of Peor. And behold, one of the people of Israel came and brought a Midianite woman to his family in the sight of Moses and in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Israel while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, saw it, he rose and left the congregation and took a spear in his hand and went after the man of Israel into the chamber and pierced both of them, the man of Israel and the woman through her belly. Thus the plague on the people of Israel was stopped. Nevertheless, those who died by the plague were 24,000. And the Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel. In that he was jealous with my jealousy among them, so that I did not consume the people of Israel in my jealousy. Therefore, say, behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. And it shall be to him and to his descendants after him the covenant of a perpetual priesthood because he was jealous for his God made atonement for the people of Israel. The word of the Lord for us this morning. Heavenly Father, would you speak to us, your children, let there be renewed minds, renewed hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you scrutinize our hearts, search our hearts, O God. If there is anything that is not of you, O Lord, 
Would you expose it to the light today? Because what we want, O oh God, is to be like you. What we want, O oh God, is to be the people of your word who loves you, who fears you, who walks with you, O oh God, and keep your commandment day by day. Would you hide your servant right now with your anointing? Let it be you, Jesus, that will be heard. Let it be you, Jesus, that we will experience today. In Jesus' name, amen. Wonderful story. This is the time where the Israelites were already uh, in li living in the land of Shittim. That place called Shittim is in the land of Moab. Ang kanilang mga kalaban, Moabites. They have finished already that journey of 40 years of wandering in the desert. And Shittim is the place where they can already see the promised land. They can already see Jericho. They can already see AI. Kumbaga sa Tagalog, isang tumbling na lang, nandun ka na sa promised land. That's the land of Shittim. They were about to cross and enjoy now the blessing of the Lord. Now, you heard me right. Forty years in the desert, they have finished wandering. Now, some of you might say, wow, Pastor Carlo, I've been praying a lot. And Lord, I've been asking, when will I experience to step in into my new season? Will this be the year 2022, just like the Israelites in the land of Shittim? If you are not there yet, maybe the Lord is still dealing something in your heart. You know why? Because that 40 years, the very reason why God allowed them to wander in the desert for 40 years because of their disobedience, God killed all the people who were disobedient for 40 years. He allowed them to stay there in the desert. So for you and I, kapatid, if you are wondering, when, oh Lord, can I step in into that new season, to that new land, to that uh, fullness of life that you are saying, Jesus, in your words? Well, maybe the Lord is still dealing something in your heart. But for the Israelites, they were already in Shittim. They were so close already to receive the blessing, to step in into the land of promise. However, even if they were so close, possibly palayon, mga kapatid, that your heart can be also so far away from God. Because as we have read in the story, while Israelites lived in Shittim, the people began to whore. The people began to have one night big time with all of these Moabites. And that is a sin against God. Possibly pala yon, mga kapatid, that even you're so near to the blessing where the Lord wants you to have, to receive, to acquire in your life, 
it is very possible that your heart also is very far away from God. I love this story, for this story really tells a lot timeless truths that we can bring all together before we even continue to live a life here in this new year, 2022, mga kapatid. And I pray, even in this simple yet very straightforward preaching, that you will hear the Lord speaking to you, my son and my daughter, this is my commandment for you. You know, friends, I truly believe that the Lord doesn't, He's not looking for a list of resolutions for us. But He wants your life, He wants your heart to be all out for Him because He gave His all. Wonderful story, and we're going to break it down of what can we learn? What are the timeless truths that we can learn from this story. Israelites were already in the land of Shittim, yet that they disobeyed God. And there's this guy, Phineas, who stood up in the name of the Lord with all gusto, with all uh, passion in his heart to stand up in righteousness. Let me share to you one of the timeless truths that we can learn from this story. Number one, be on guard for the enemy is cunning. Let me repeat that, Lighthouse family. Be on guard, Lighthouse, for your enemy, Satan himself, is very cunning. Oh, I like how the Word of God says it in Luke chapter 4, verse 13. When the devil had finished Every temptation, he left him until opportune time. This was the time where Satan tempted Jesus. But the word is very clear, my friends. It says in there that when he left him, he waited for an opportune time to strike back. And this is what happened to the people of Israel. Yes, they have finished that 40 years of wandering. All the people who were disobedient were already killed in the sands of those 40 years of wonderment in the desert. Yet, they brought down their guards. The Boabite women, they were sent by their king. And now, they are having now this uh, exchange of sexual pleasure one time, big time, mga kapatid. What they didn't know, it was a plan of the enemy to destroy them. And look what happened. Thousands of men died in the wrath of God. So if there is one timeless truth, mga kapatid, that we can learn from this, is always put your guard on it doesn't matter if you are already near the race. It doesn't matter if you are already about to enter into your new season 
or maybe New Year 2022. Mga kapatid, let us be very careful because the enemy is cunning. He will still kill and destroy. Imagine that they were about to enter, yet when they were relaxing and having their tents up in the land of Shittim and gazing on the promised land. That was the time the enemy took a strike and they brought them down and people started to disobey God. Before we enter into our new year, mga kapatid, let us be very careful. Let us always humble ourselves before the Lord and that the word of the Lord will always be our authority. The word of the Lord will always be our guide as His word says, your word is a lamp on my feet because the enemy is very cunning. Anytime he can attack you, anytime he can attack your office, anytime as a student he can put on depression and fear in your mind. Anytime, as a father and a mother, there will be strife in your household. That's how the enemy works. So do not be relaxed, mga kapatid. Yes, we praise God. Yes, we give glory to Him. But as the Word of God says, as this is our new season of rebuilding, restoring, and renewing, right? Like the time of Nehemiah, when they were building the walls, on their left hand or on their right hand is a sword or a shield because they know the enemy could attack. The enemy could disturb what God is building in their life. Be on guard, my family and friends, for the enemy is coming. Number two, timeless truths that we can learn from here. And I always share this to the younger generation. A step of compromise is the start of your journey to be far away from the Lord. Let me repeat that. A step of compromise is a start of your journey far away from God. You see, a lot of Christians are still struggling. Bakit ganun, Panginoon? I follow you naman. I obey you. I, I read the word and I pray. But I, 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 I just pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to us this very morning. These truths that we can get from this story so that we can really live a life that is according to the Word of God, a life that is victorious, a life that is not taking a step of compromise. Look at what happened to the Israelites. At first, in the first verses, it says in there that the Israelites who lived in Shittim, the people began to whore with the daughters of Moab. Well, God, siguro naman, Dahil nasa Shittim na kami, and we are already about to cross the promised land, maybe we can have siguro lang a, a time, a night of fun, a night of where we can just be wild and just be ourselves, oh God. Because by tomorrow naman, 
We will follow you. We are yours. We are your people, as you have said. A holy nation. A nation that will declare your glory. But for tonight, oh God, just, just a little step. Just a little taste, oh God. Oh, Lighthouse, be very careful with that kind of mindset, with that kind of lifestyle, that kind of mindset where yung feeling natin, it, Thursday naman, siguro, it's okay if I just, you know, just take a step of compromise. Tikim lang naman siguro to. And it's still Thursday, and by Sunday, when the pastor preaches, I'll just come forward in the altar call and just, you know, Ask the Lord, Lord, I ask for your forgiveness. Would you forgive me? Oh, lighthouse, let us be very careful with that kind of mindset. Especially in this new season that you are about to enter. That's not the kind of life that God wants you to have. A step of compromise will always be a start of your journey to be far away from God. Look at the the progress of what happened to them. At first, it was just a one-night stand. In the first uh, first two or three verses, they said that they they began to whore with the daughters of Moab. One-night stand lang naman, Panginoon. It's just a sexual pleasure. We will forget this by morning come. But what they didn't know, they were about to start now a journey that they don't even know what is right and what is wrong. They don't even know who God is, what He loves, and what He hates. Look at verse 2. These invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people in it bowed down to their gods. And verse 3, so Israel yoked himself to Baal of Peor, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. You see, nakita niyo po yung progreso doon. For them, maybe it was just a step of compromise. Patikim lang naman to, Panginoon. This is just a one-night thing. But what they didn't know, that was already a start of their journey to be so far away from God that they don't even know who God is. They don't even know what God loves and what God hates. They started to worship their gods. They started to bow down to Baal of Peor. I always thought when I was young, I can fool God. And maybe that's your situation also right now. That Lord, ngayong gabi lang naman to. Lord, this is just a one, 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 one day thing. Tomorrow I'm all yours again. By Sunday, I promise Lord, I will come to the altars and I will ask for forgiveness and I will live my life again to please you. Uh-uh. You might, you can fool yourself. You can or might fool others. 
your family members, your wife, your husband, your parents. But never, never in eternity you can fool God. For the Lord, for Him, sin is sin. There is no gray area, my friends. It is just black and white. And for us as His children, taking that step of compromise, if we think that the Lord safe naman because my other foot is still here, I am still yours, maybe half of me, one-fourth of me, and then I will jump back again. No, no. Do not be fooled, my friends. Your enemy is very cunning. He is the greatest liar of all. It is the greatest lie. It is that twist of words that the enemy is putting in your mind. And I pray that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you through these stories. That at a step of compromise is a start of your journey to be far away from God. Simply lang kausap ang ating Panginoon. As you enter into your new season, year 2022, love me enough. Sin is sin. Black is black. White is white. There is no gray area where you can compromise. Once you take that step, oh, that's it. You will definitely see yourself far away from God. And look at the progress. At first, they were just sleeping with the Midianite uh, Moabite women. Second, they were bowing down to their gods. They were now yoking themselves under Baal of Peor. But ito yung pinaka grabe. Truly, totoo talaga. That a step of compromise will be a start of your journey far away from God. Look at verses, uh, the, the following verses. And behold, verse 6. Behold, one of the people of Israel came and brought a Midianite woman to his family. In the sight of Moses and in the sight of the whole congregation of the people of Israel, while they were weeping in the entrance of the tent of meeting. Grabe, no? Mga kapatid. While Moses and the congregation were wailing and asking God for forgiveness, Lord, would you stop the plague? A lot of men are dying. This guy who took a step of compromise who slept with a Moabite woman, who now bowed down to Baal of Peor. He is so far away from God that I wanted to use the Tagalog word, mga kapatid, lantaran na. Yung kasalanan na ginagawa niya, lantaran na. He doesn't care anymore if Moses sees it, if the congregation sees it. He even dared to bring the Moabite woman inside the camp, inside the tent of the Lord, inside the tent of meeting. Ganun kagrabe, kapatid. Ganun kagrabe ang galawan ng ating kaaway. 
Una, patikim lang. Pangalawa, nakikita mo medyo lumalayo ka sa Panginoon. Pangatlo, lantara na, wala ka ng pakialam. You don't care anymore. As if you are saying to God, my life is my own. It's my way or the highway. I don't care about your word. I don't care about your love. I don't care about your grace. What I want to do right now is this. That's how twisted the mind of the enemy when he works in our life to steal, kill, and destroy. So my friends, let us be very careful. That's not the kind of life that God wants you to have. As you step into your new season, it's not a step of compromise, but it is a step of victory. I wanted to read Romans chapter 6, verses 15 to 16, to back up this timeless truth that we are talking about when Paul said, What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? Certainly not. Do not know that when you offer yourselves as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey. Whether you are slave to sin leading to death or to obedience leading to righteousness. Let this be a heed warning to all of us, Lighthouse. God cannot be mocked. And the grace of God in the cross that we see in Jesus Christ, in our lives, it's not the kind of grace that we can just, you know, play with. Ang grasya po ng Panginoon na hindi po pinaglalaroan. Hindi po to step in, step out. On Monday, it's my own life. One, when come on Wednesday, Discovery Group, Lord, I will follow you. Thursday, I am a sinful person again. But by Sunday, it's okay, Lord, because the pastor said, come, the altars are open. Let us pray. Sige po, Lord. Lalapit po ako sa inyo ulit. That's not the kind of life that God wants you to have, Lighthouse. Not a life of compromise, stepping in and stepping out. Even Jesus has a very strong words with it. Matthew chapter 5, verse 29. He says in here, If your right eye will cause you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. Maybe Jesus was preaching that to his disciples literally. But what that simply means is, stop sinning, my friends. Stop compromising. Stop stepping in and stepping out in the kingdom of God as if it's just a playful thing. No, no, no. Because you will see a step of compromise would always lead you far away from the glory of God. That's not the kind of life, again, that God wants you to have, Lighthouse. But a life that is full of zeal and love of the Lord 
like Phineas. Amen? And how do we do that? How do we become like Phineas? Especially in a time like this where evil is just so rampant. Right? Let, let's go back to the word of God. Let us go back to the very life of Phineas. We know that Phineas is full of zeal of the Lord. We know that in the story when he saw that man, he didn't just stop praying and looked at that man. He took an action. He stood up. He left Moses and the congregation while they were praying. He said, I may not be a warrior, but I know what this man is doing is wrong. And not on my watch, especially in the house of God. I will take this spear and I will... Yeah! Oh, lighthouse people. God is looking for Phineas in us. God is looking for Phineas, people who would stand up, fathers who would stand up and say, Anak, yang ginagawa mo mali, let us stop it. God is looking for mothers who would continue to pray and preach to their children. God is looking for Phineas in the younger generation who would stand up and say, this is enough. This is not right. This is not pleasing God. I will burn it. I will throw it off. I will take it out of my system. God is looking for people. People who would love His words. People who would love the Lord and hate what He hates. And how do we accomplish that, Pastor Carlo? Look at the life of Phineas. Look at the very verses that it was read in there. Phineas was a son of uh, Eleazar. And Eleazar is the son of Aaron. Ang kanyang grandpa is Aaron. They were Levites. And as Levites, this is uh, what I have found out. It is in, in their custom that every morning they will have these two prayers. And one of those prayers is called Shema. It means to listen and obey. And this word was given to them by God so that their older generation, their grandpas and their fathers could pass it now to the younger generation. This mindset of loving the Lord, this heart that is all out for Jesus. Look and read Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
in Hebrew. It's called Shema Yisrael. Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Ehad. And I wanted to read it out to you. Shema Lighthouse. Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Ehad. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Hear, O Lighthouse. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. Shema. Shema means to not just listen, not just to hear the word of God, but also to obey. It is like a coin. Para pusang sampung piso. There are two sides of the prayer. It means to listen, but also to act on what you just heard from God. To listen and to obey. And for Phinehas, he had that. Nagets yon when he heard that from his father Eleazar. And from his father Eleazar, when he heard that from his father Aaron, every morning, Shema ye Israel, Adonai. Eloheinu Adonai Ehad. Shema Lighthouse. Listen and obey. That's why ganun ganun na lang yung action ni Phinehas when he saw that man bringing that Midianite woman. Because he was so filled with the love of God. He knows what God loves and he knows what God hates. And it was just automatic. Automatic for him to stand up. With all zeal, he took that spear and he stopped that sin right there and there. That's the kind of life that God wants for all of us, Lighthouse. As we enter this new season to Shema, Shema, Lighthouse, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Ehad. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Listen and obey. And I found out that that prayer is just a part of another prayer that they also pray in the morning. And this completes the whole essence of Shema. And that prayer is called Ahava Rabbah. Let me say that again. Ahava Rabbah. Ahava means love, basically, in the Hebrew word. And the meaning of Ahava means abundant love. Grabe, no? Ang ating Panginoon, His love for us is abundant. It never ends. It is eternal. That is the love of God. And as Moses exhorts this word from uh, for the Israelites, we have seen God display His glory, His ahava for His people. Go now to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 7 to 8. The Lord did not set His affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than the other people. For you were the fewest of all peoples. But because the Lord, Ahava, you, love 
you and kept the oath he swore to your fathers. He brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. If Shema has two meanings, if Shema meaning to listen and to obey, Ahava, the Ahava of God for us, for you and me, my friends, simply means it's not just a word. It's not just an I love you word. I love you, my son. I love you, my daughter. But Ahava means I love you and I will put an action on it. I will show you my love. That's what Ahava means. Now, Shema and Ahava connects. Now we understand more why Phinehas is like that. He acted that way because he understands, first and foremost, he is loved. That's why he is loving back the Lord. He is first loved by God. That's why he will love the Lord even in that kind of action. Wonderful, isn't it? Ang ganda ng combination, no? Ahava and Shema. Ahava, because I love you, I will also put it into action. I will show you how I love you. Now, because I ahava you, my son and my daughter, I want you to shema, to listen, not just to listen, but also put it into action. Ipakita mo din sa akin, anak, kung gano mo din ako kamahal. Ganun po kumilos ang ating Panginoon sa ating buhay. And that's the kind of life that God wants you to have as you enter into this new season, 2022. Shema, Lighthouse. Adonai Elhenu, Adonai Ehad. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And you know what? For us, we have experienced Ahava. Now, as I continue to study the Word of God, the Word of God goes more deeper and more clear, and it becomes now more real. As I encounter this word, this prayer, Ahava Rabbah, this prayer that the Jews would always pray. In, in the morning before they pray the Shema, you know, the book of John becomes more alive to me. When the book of John says that the Word was in the beginning, He was the beginning. The Word was God and the Word became flesh because He loves us. God is not just, you know, uh, declaring words, mere words, but he would always put it into action. And then in the book of Matthew, when the angel of the Lord woke up Joseph, remember our Christmas story? What did the angel of the Lord said to Joseph? You shall call him Emmanuel, God with us. That is God putting into action His love for us. That is God sending His Son, Jesus Christ, 
so that whoever will believe in Him will have eternal life. That is a hava for you and me, my friend. That is a hava where Jesus Christ will be hanged on the cross. And oh, my friend, I can just imagine. When I was studying this word, I was crying, God, how great is your ahaba. I can just imagine Jesus Christ being pierced with those long nails, being beaten up, being whooped by those whipped. And in the mind of Jesus are our names. Ahava, Carlo. Ahava, Peter. Ahava, Paul. Ahava, Nathan. Ahava, I am doing this because I love you. And when Jesus was lifted up on the cross and he was about to take his last breath, what did he say? It was the words of Ahava. It was words of love. Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. I wanted to share this to you because this is very important for us as we enter into a new season. Because you see, my friends, a lot of Christians are still struggling, even up to this day. Because they see and they operate Shema as a duty to God. As if it's just a duty, religion lang. Eh hindi, ang, ang pagsilbi ko lang naman sa Panginoon eh hanggang Sunday lang naman. Ang pagmamahal ko lang naman sa Panginoon eh hanggang pag nagbimit lang kami ng discipleship groups ko. And when we are praying for each other. And maybe when there is ministry, maybe I'm part of the Levites or the ushers or the ones who's giving food out there for the food pantry. My friends, do not be fooled. That's not the kind of life that God wants you to have this year. Shema is not a duty. Shema is not just something that we just ought to do because He is just God. Shema is being completed to listen and to obey because of Ahaba Rabbah. Because God loved us. He loved us first. That kind of love that is undeserving. That kind of love that we do not deserve. That's why Christ died. That's why the Word of God says, there is no greater love than this. That a man would die for his friends. Undeserving love. So maybe... You have been following the Lord and maybe you've been struggling that kind of life where you have been in and out. You've been compromising. As you step into this new year, God wants you to Shema because of His Ahava. To listen and to obey. To love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, mind, soul, 
and strength. And what happens when we shema, when we listen to the word of God and obey and operate that because of his ahava, because of his spoken word that he loves us, but also because of his revelation, the, his uh, actions that he would always do for us so that we could feel and understand and live his love. What happens? Just like what happened to Phineas. Yes, he stood up. He killed that man and woman. Now look at what God said on verse 10. And the Lord said to Moses, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, has turned back my wrath from the people of Israel, and that he was jealous with my jealousy. Because Phineas understood Shema. He understood Shema because of God's Ahava. He knows what God loves and he knows what God hates. And look at what God said. Look at this. Verse 12. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. And it shall be to him that to his descendants after him the covenant of a perpetual priesthood. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know the word priestly covenant in Hebrew? I hope I can pronounce it right, right now. It's called Brith Ha Kehuna. And it's, uh, this covenant is usually cited as being compared to salt and is called a covenant of salt forever. Or in Hebrew, Brith Melak Olam. A salt, a covenant of salt forever. Are, are, are you ringing bells right now? After Jesus preached uh, the Beatitudes, what did Jesus said to the people in that mountain? He said, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It can no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Verse 14 of Matthew chapter 5. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. You know what happens when we shema and operate that shema through the ahava of God and understand it well that it's, it's not just a duty. We receive a higher calling from the Lord. And that's one of the things that I wanted to share to you. Timeless truths that we can learn from this story. And the last, to live a life with a higher purpose and calling. Phineas showed his love to God, but God, sinuklian niya si Phineas to a higher calling. He said, I will give you now my covenant of peace. Whew. Hallelujah. Would you want that? As you enter into your new season, into your uh, 
2022 of Promised Land, would you like to bring along with you the peace of God? But not just that. To receive a higher calling of the Lord. To be a covenant of salt forever. Breath melak olam. To be a salt and a light to the world because inaman ang gusto ng ating panginoong Jesus. And that's also God's design for His people, the Israel. He took him out of Egypt. He showed him His ahava. He called them to Shema. Why? Because He wanted them to be a nation of holy priests who would declare the glory of God in all the earth. And that is your calling to today, my friends. A higher calling to be a priest of the Lord, to be a salt and a light, to shema, to listen and to obey God, to because of his ahava, because of his spoken word of love and his actions of love, that you will live now a life not compromising, but steady. You are focused. You are solid because Jesus Christ gave his all. You will also give your all. And at all times, you would always be on guard. Because the enemy is cunning. God is truly good in this wonderful story. And as I conclude, I wanted to ask you again that question. That first question that I have asked you. What are you looking forward for 2022? Is it a season now of rebuilding, renewing, and restoring for you? Is it a new season? Is it like you, the Israelites, you are now in Shittim and about to step in into the promised land? Let me say to you again the commandment of God for you. Shema, lighthouse. Adonai Elhenu, Adonai Ehad. Love the Lord your God with all your might, soul, and strength. Listen and obey, Lighthouse. For God's calling for you, whatever you are looking forward for, 2022, it's even higher than that. He wants you now to become salt and a light forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For truly you are amazing. Thank you for your word today. And Lord, we believe that what you want for us today is not to have a New Year's resolution, but you want us to become people of your word. You want us to, Lord, to follow you, to love you, to fear you, to walk in your ways, and to keep your commandments daily, oh God. That is your word for us today. Shema, Lighthouse. Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Love the Lord your God with all your might, soul, 
and strength. Heavenly Father, we come and we humble ourselves. Before we even start a full week of this new year, oh God, Lord, we surrender ourselves. We humble ourselves, oh God. Kami po ay nagsusumamo. Kami po ay nagpapakumbaba, Panginoon. And Lord, we ask for your forgiveness. If for the past years, the past months, oh God, we have been living a life of compromise, oh Lord. And maybe some of us right now are just so far away from you, oh God. Lord, let your amazing love right now just sweep us again, oh God. May we be in love with you again, oh Lord, today. Oh Holy Spirit, would you scrutinize our hearts, search our hearts, oh God. And would you lead us to a way, oh God, of righteousness, a way, oh God, that is through your eternal path in Jesus' name. So Lord, we surrender ourselves again. And we commit our life again to you. And we say to you, O God, Lord, you are God and you are one. And we won't just listen, O God, but we will obey, O Lord. For your Ahava, your great love is amazing. I pray, Lord God, for every lighthouse people, Lord God, for every individual, that this year, 2022, truly we will experience loving you daily, step by step, O God. That is Christianity, O Lord. That is, Lord God, the kind of life that you want us to have, to love you daily, to know you daily, O God. That is the kind of abundant life that you want for us as we step into this new season and more so Lord this gift of new life this call of righteousness of obedience is not just for us but Lord you are calling all of us Lord God to have that kind of covenant with you a perpetual priesthood because there are a lot of people out there who are still lost who doesn't know you and these people we know them we see them in our zoom meetings we see them every time we'll go to our offices we see them for they are our classmates we know their names for they are our family members and loved ones lord as we enter this new season 2022 would you also lift us in that platform oh god that we can share jesus and make disciples that there will be no fear no doubt in us to speak but also to act and show them the love of god the ahava of our almighty god just like how you have spoken your love to us and how you have shown your love to us, Jesus. We thank you for your words and we thank you for your love. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
as we end, I have another challenge for you this morning. If you have heard the word of God and the Holy Spirit is really knocking in your hearts very loud, banging in, your, in the door of your hearts, we want also to help Lighthouse to enter also in a new season where we can really have a platform where we can really share Jesus and make disciples. So before we end, this is what I want you to do. If you are a student and you heard the word of God and you are saying right now, Lord, yes, Shema, I will love you and obey you. Right now, what I want you to do is I want you to message us at Lighthouse Facebook page. I want you to write your full name, your age, your contact number, and the name of your school. Why? Because this year, you as a student, my friend, God is calling you to Shema, to live a life of obedience, but also to live a life full of His Ahava so that you can declare glory to your school. If you are saying, Lord, my life is yours, but Lord, you have placed me in this school, in this campus. Now I am saying to you, my school is yours too. I would love to share Jesus and declare your glory in my school. Write down now your name, your age, your telephone number, and your school. At the same time, that same challenge, I am extending it also to those who are working in the marketplace. If you are right now working at home or working, going back now to your office sites, right now your name, your age, and your office. If you are saying, Lord, I have received your word and I know you are calling me to live a life of righteousness but you have placed me in this workplace. My office is yours, oh God. My office mates, they are yours. I will share Jesus and make disciples. So if you are that person, go ahead right now and message us and our pastors, youth pastors, Yamo pastors, our elders, and me as well, would message you back. We want to disciple you and we want to guide you in this new year, a year of Shema, a year of listening and obeying to God, operating in His Ahava, the spoken love and the action love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, Lighthouse, and see you next Sunday.